Keep it fresh on the Tahi Soumaro and Evie here, Maru Suifu. Kia ora, it is the 29th of August 2023, just in case you forgot what year it was. How are we feeling today, Evie? I'm feeling great. Feeling, feeling wonderful. I love to hear that. Ready to go. We are uh, back in full effect. We also are very excited today to welcome, not on camera or on microphone, but we have a new team member. We Evie? have a brand new friend. Tell us a bit about them. Wai Dangi has joined us. She's going to be our new digital content producer, watching her smile through the glass right now. Hey! hey. <laughs> You'll get to meet her later in the week. We're very excited to have her here. Um, we didn't want to just like throw her right in front of the camera, obviously. Yeah, she started It's yesterday. her second day. Her second We're day. not going to be like, hey, get on the show. But yeah. um, I have found out she's contractually obliged to be on the she show. She is going to be on the show. So she yeah. will be on the show. You will meet her. But like, let's give, let's give her some time. She's settling in. Um, what have we got on the show today? we got some very special guests, actually. Yeah, we've got two two guests. We've got Foley coming in. Brand new album just came out. Ooh, it's their debut. And as you'll hear in the interview, I actually thought it was their second album because they've been around a minute. And they're very, they're very successful. So it's really exciting. And mm. we had a great time. And uh, who's our other guest? We've also got Ella Minahan. She's done yes. a uh, D&B song, but she's not a D&B girl. So I've got to get to the bottom of that. Yeah, there's a lot of questions. i got to find out about how that went around. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's a lot to get into with her. Yeah. Uh, we're giving, I'm offering up some sports news for Evie to maybe see whether or not she can get indulged in a new sport as obviously the FIFA World Cup has ended. She's looking for something else. I got some suggestions. Good. Uh, we got some public transport news because you know that Tahi loves public transport, baby. Love a train. Love a train. Love a bus. Alright. Maybe not so much a ferry, but we'll get into that. That's later. all, yeah. Uh, also on the show today, zombie apocalypses. Who, what, when, where, how? The important question. Mm. I love a zombie apocalypse chat because it's just like men. When you ask them if they can land a plane, every man can land a plane. Every man can survive the zombie apocalypse. Mm-hmm. We're all we're all well and ready. Women um, are a bit more realistic, but we'll get into that. We'll get into that, <laughs> right? Make sure you stick around for that. But we're going to kick things off with our illustrious guests, Foley. I'm joined now by Foley, who, uh, contrary to what I thought, are releasing their debut album today, Crowd Pleaser. <laughs> I literally thought it was your second album because you've been like you've been floating around a minute. Yeah. And I was telling people this week, I was like, yeah, you talked to Foley this week. They got their second album, and then I was like, <laughs> oh, I'm so rushed. Your debut, like, yes, how does that feel? News, like, Evie, I know misinformation, <laughs> but like, finally an album. Like, yeah. how does that feel? Is that awesome? Yeah, it feels oh. big, eh? It's because yeah, we've done EPs and kind of lots of singles and all that kind of stuff. But to do something that the whole concept and the whole like all the songs come together in a way and like the amount of mm. care and time and just so much more went into it than an EP or singles. Yeah. So I think yeah, I I personally just feel like more proud than before. Like just mm. knowing how much we put into it, it's like. Yeah. It feels more momentous and, yeah, excited for people to get to listen to it all the way through and, like, yeah, listen to it in the way that we intended, I guess. Mm. So yeah. I feel like if you're into Foley as a listener, this album is, like, you guys at, like, peak performance. Oh. <laughs> it's so, like, clean and it's so fresh and... I really like that the lyrics were a bit of a roller coaster. Like, yeah. we're happy, we're sad, yeah. we're happy and sad at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Was that by design? Did yeah. you intend for people to kind of be like, oh, okay, now we're sad? Okay. Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we wanted to um, really keep people on their toes, which is, <laughs> that's actually a throwback to the last TV. <laughs> but, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, as, as much as it's like a cohesive body of work, like, they're all very different experiences mm. and they're all very different emotions. Um, but we wanted to keep the production and the lyrics and everything as um, playful and creative and chaotic as possible. Mm. Um, and we really did like 
dive down every rabbit hole we could when we were writing them, trying to find like the best idea or like trying to find the one that like neither of us would think of at first. And we're just like, go and go and go. Yeah. And so we got to this point where like all of the songs are really bouncy and really fun and really like compact and everything's like, I don't know, just coming at you. Like you said, clean as well. Like it's very polished. Super it's very clean. Nice. I love yeah, yeah, it. Yeah. Like the production is like just like, I don't know, you know, there's that thing, I always call it like gritty production where it's like kind yeah. of a mess. This yeah. is not that. This is like yeah. clean. <laughs> Thank you. We're here, we're sorted. Like it's, yeah. I liked it but it's, it's, very much. It's messy in a clean way. Like, yeah, for sure, like, right? Like, like there's, there's so much going on. There's a few different, yeah. I feel like, kind of new genres in there that you guys are exploring a little bit. It's a bit mm. more groovy. I also, a bit 80s. Heard yeah. a bit of city pop in there as well, if yeah. I do say so myself. Yeah, say it. But I was wondering, like, what was on your, like, playlists when you were going down mm. those rabbit holes? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know? I mean, we listened to so much music. I think also because it was over, it's been over about two years. Wow. So it has been, like, a lot of different things that we've explored and different music we've been listening to at the time. And... Um, like we kind of picked these 10 songs that felt like they fitted together but like you say they are kind of like it's quite varied in genre and vibe and mm. all of that but I think we've always had like in our playlists we've always had a lot of Remy Wolf a lot of Tovlo a lot of kind of like old funk and mm. um, you know like always Gabe's bass lines are always very funk infused and mm. Um, like Caroline Polachek's yeah, that kind of yeah. spec. Yeah. yeah. Seeing yourself in Times f***ing Square, <laughs> tell me every single thing about that because that's crazy. Oh yeah, it was nuts. It was pretty surreal. I feel like I still haven't kind of like all the way clocked it. <laughs> <laughs> like it just was so, so nuts. But I think like overall the playlist that that was associated with, like the reason that we got to do that with equal being an ambassador for female non-binary artists like that's something that Gabe and I have been so passionate about from the start so mm. to get to have that month to like do that I guess in a more public setting like and, and to have a platform to do that um it was just yeah it was such a privilege and then when they threw in the Times Square billboard it was yeah. just like oh Kidding. It was. Yeah. We'll throw in. Well, it, no, was. it was. It was like, do yeah. they just yeah. add the last yeah. one? Of, like, so, oh, and we're going to put yeah. you in yeah, time. So it's like a, a massive mile. A so. month uh-huh. of kind of like ambassador type stuff. And we were um, maybe like halfway through it. And they're like, oh, by the way, in about 10 days, um, this billboard's going to go up. And Gabe and I just went, well, we're going to go see it. Yeah. And we um, have my to. mum came as well. So we had so much fun. When we first saw it, she was just screaming. Yeah. Like, she hit a frequency, uh, like a pitch I've never heard before. <laughs> it was like a dog whistle. <laughs> yeah. She was just, like, screaming. So it was cool. It was a real wholesome vibe, actually. Like, And it was so big. Yeah. yeah like, it was, like, it was yeah. bigger than and I even imagined. It's like the billboard. Like, there's a lot of billboards in yeah. Times Square, but mm. this is on one Times Square, and it's the entire building. <laughs> it's it's it like the so focal weird. point of the whole thing, and just so you st- you're standing at the back on the on the grandstand, and like all you see is the billboard, and it's mental. But yeah. like you know, Ash was saying, like it was it was kind of nuts just just being there in in, in the moment. Um, we got a lot of the emotion and like you know the the meaning out of it, like when we first heard about it, mm. and so we flew there and like we had this great experience in New York, and then when we were seeing the billboard, it was just like pure excitement yeah like we were just so stoked moving on to south by southwest yeah. yeah how cool so for those who don't know south by southwest um was always an austin texas 
forever. It's a really awesome event where heaps of musicians, artists, game makers even come from around the world and perform. Mm. And do, like a lot of, I think it more started as like you'd invite a bunch of young artists and all the labels were there. Yeah. And they were like, who can we get? Yeah. Whereas now it's like we're in Sydney. Got a bunch of New Zealand artists going, a bunch of Australian artists. Yeah. You guys are going. How cool. Yeah. Are you pumped? Yeah. We're so pumped, yeah. Oh well, we did the one in Austin last year. You did, right. Yeah. What this was year. that? Oh, this year, yeah. That was this year. Was that this yeah, year? No. Man, this yeah. year. Yeah. Time flies. COVID ruined our perception of time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was like, <laughs> that's crazy. fun, though. Oh, my God, this year. Fun. Yeah. yeah. So we loved that experience. Like, Austin was crazy as a place. Like, yeah. you know, such a different different vibe to Auckland <laughs> um, you know like the guns and the big Chevys and the like these huge neon signs everywhere like brisket just oh my gosh it was crazy <laughs> um, so yeah we loved we loved the first South By and then to get to do it a little closer to home is really nice because mm. Australia's definitely been kind of like a focus for us to try and grow in Oz and to get to go over it's actually we're going to Big Sound next week and that's going to yeah. be our first time playing in Oz oh my god first um, time playing in, you've played yeah. in Austin Texas but yeah not, we I haven't got to Australia, Australia. I know. It, completely backwards <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah so South By is going to be awesome as well and I just love Sydney too I think it's such a cool city question again so who do you think in your opinion is the bigger Foley fan is it Jesse Mulligan or is it Boss man Harrison Parley. It's Harry Parley um, for sure, I reckon. Uh, you reckon? Jesse, I mean, Jesse is a lovely, lovely person yeah. and has been very supportive of us. You don't, have to, you don't have to lie. <laughs> Harry's no, wearing he has, the shirt. he has, but Harry's wearing the shirt today, yeah. And Harry's always that. got the Foley merch on, I'm not even joking. Yeah, Harry doesn't that, wash he it. <laughs> he just wears it all day, where he's got like six and he just. <laughs> Monday um, to Saturday, one day off on a Sunday. Yeah. Um, music video as well coming out to, today. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's out. out. It's oh, out. it's out. It's out yeah. already. Wow. Oh my gosh. Wow, where to start? Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> Legitimately where to start, because it's for um, the lead single of the album, What Got Into You, and a bit of backstory on that track, it's about um, rumours kind of spreading out of control, and you know, that what someone says to someone else, can it can very quickly spiral into a bigger thing, and we wanted to make a video that reflected that, and like had the intensity and the chaos um, of the song, and so we went out to um, the director Tom Guru's house like, out in West Auckland, and basically just, like, trashed the place. Awesome. <laughs> like, what a dream. Like, like, we were setting things on fire. Um, we, like, destroyed some couches and some furniture. Like, it, was it was hectic. It was beautifully captured. Cinematic, if I can say so myself. <laughs> Very nice. I feel like there's a lot of full circle moments for you yeah. guys yeah. with this album. Poetic. Hey? Like, yeah. It's awesome. It is poetic. It's so yeah. cool to see it. I'm just, like, pumped that, even though I thought you already had an album, <laughs> yeah. I'm, like, super pumped that you have an album. We do. Like, yeah. We do now. They're great. Like, yeah. we did it. <laughs> yeah. It's so yeah. exciting. You want to let the people know where they can find you, where are the shows, where, where to follow you, where to listen to the album, where to buy the album. Oh, even. my gosh, everything. <laughs> so we've got, we're playing at a Fashion Week Once to Watch show, which I don't think is actually open to the public. <laughs> do I get to Carol go? Carol start You with. can come. No, but we're heading over to Oz, so we're playing in Brisbane at Big Sound, playing at South By in Sydney, and we're going to be over in Oz for a while, and then yep. coming back, we're playing at Salud Festival in the Manawatu, and then uh, Rhythm and Vines. Yeah. Exciting. Thanks so much for coming today, guys. I'm pumped by the album. I, mean, I get to celebrate all day. Yeah. Yeah, and you guys are in a celebratory <laughs> mood, so I'm just going to do it too. Yeah, why not? Pop the bubbles. I'm going home after this. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm celebrating Follies. Let's get some champers on. Let's get some champers. Harry. I, look, I feel like when it comes to like certain realms of entertainment, like celebrity goss, 
I'm sometimes informed, I'm sometimes underinformed, and I need your assistance on this one because I see everyone talking about it. I feel like I've heard the name. I know that he's like managed some big artists like Kanye West, but I actually don't know anything about him. Scooter Braun, what is going on, Evie? Thank you so much for asking. Um, this is my area of expertise for a number of reasons. Uh, this is big for me, to be honest. When I saw huge, when I saw this news sort of coming back into public discussion, I was like. Yay, I have a microphone. So did you know, right? So Ariana Grande, Demi Lovato, and our best pop artist of our generation, Carly Rae Jepsen, mm. um, have all left Scooter Braun, who is a um, big entertainment manager. Um, Justin yep. Bieber is sort of his most well-known client mm. over in the US. And they've all started, like, it's essentially a mass exit of these huge artists. Jeez. But did you know the reason why is K-pop related? Is that why you're so knowledgeable on this? Because oh, you're yeah. like you're like K-pop. It's well, somehow K-pop, way it's shape Carly or form, and it all comes back to K-pop. It all, all right. comes back to K-pop. But Explain we do, to me that connection. We have to start with Taylor Swift. Funnily enough, do we have to? No, we do. We have to start with Taylor Swift. So, um, quite famously, Taylor Swift and Scooter Braun had um, mad beef, big falling out, and this That's was due right. to yeah, he owned her masters and sold them on to a third company. So she was under Big Machine Records for a long time. Uh, most of her albums are owned by them, and Scooter Braun's holding company, Ethica Holdings, bought those masters for an insane amount of money and uh, then sold them on to another company. Taylor Swift claims that she was never um, offered a chance to buy them back, um, and that part of it is disputed. Mm. But after that, huge drama with Scooter Braun and Taylor Swift. She called him a bully. She sort of set her fans against him. She and made then, a record about him, didn't she? Probably. And then she, um, this sort of led to her re-recording all her stuff that she's re-releasing now. Mm. The third company that Ethica Holdings sold on to is called Hybe Media. And Hybe Media is a Korean conglomerate company, formerly known as Big Hit Entertainment, commonly known as BTS's agency. Really? Yeah. So Big Hit started as a subsidiary of another brand in Korea called JYP. Any K-pop fan knows who JYP is. But after the success of BTS, they were able to start conglomerizing in Korea, buying out other entertainment companies and K-pop companies, acquiring different groups, acquiring different singers to become Hybe Media. And Big Hit Music became that subsidiary. BTS own shares in Hybe Media, which is an important thing to note. The, so, okay, we'll just, <clears throat> just need a moment. Get back into it. Hybe Media's conglomerate adventure um, of becoming probably one of the biggest uh, music media companies in the world, has made its way to America, bought out Ethica Holdings, buying everything Scooter Braun owns, which includes those Taylor Swift masters, and all the contracts with Jay Bebs, Ariana Grande, Demi Lovato, um, and now owned by Hive. And in the last couple of weeks, um, what's timed out with um, everyone leaving is that Scooter Braun has now been named the CEO of Hive America. And there are big plans for Western pop groups, um, new artists, big, big plans from these people with a lot of money. I mean, Hive Media spent um, over 900 million US dollars to make this deal happen. So what's interesting to me is not only is it K-pop related, which is fun because that means I know about it, but it's that Taylor Swift, when everything happened with Scooter Braun, it was very much directed to him. Where in reality, from what I'm looking at, who she should be upset with is probably Hybe Media. But I started thinking like, well, if you need to turn your fan army against Scooter Braun, 
and you if, but if you turn it against hype media you're turning it against bts's fan army i mean that could end the world the swifties versus army that could do us all in are we in a new dawn of the cold war oh my you god know? it's 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 taylor the swifties versus the bts stands that this could feels... be, but that that could be the end of it. For this all of is us. two superpowers. I just don't think we'd survive that as a, as a society. I don't think we'd make it through, and I don't think any high school would be safe. Like kids would be like ripping each other's hair out. And then, the Minaj fans. Oh, the Barb's. If the Barb's got involved, we're talking about like World War Three. Yeah. Do we need a NATO? Do we need a coalition of the willing? Like a like a fan out? army UN. Yeah. Yeah, we might, because after I've said this, I hope that Swifties don't get mad at BTS, but BTS members themselves, because they own those shares, are directly profiting from those purchases of Ethical mm. Holdings. Mm. So some of them have sold off um, large amounts of their shares for upward of $8 million. Mm. Um, and a lot, like the four of them have, who I will leave out, um, but they did it before they went to the military to sort mm. of cash in, I believe. Mm. But um, they do own, like, fair amount of shares, and they are profiting off of whatever old masters of Taylor's are still going out there. So I do feel for Taylor, because if you know me well, you know that I love owning the means of my production. Mm. Mm. I, um, you know, everyone's listened to this show. I have alleged beef with Taylor Swift. Allegedly. I don't like her. Allegedly, depending on who you ask. I think she's really annoying, but that's just... Uh, I have no issues with... I just want it very... Just like, let's make it clear as day. No issue with the Swift. All right? And I do not want no smoke. Right. Honestly, if it came down to Swifties v Army, I'm jumping on the Army side. I love BTS. Sarange, you know? <laughs> Sarange to the boys. Love them. Thank you for the Scooter Braun update. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. Thank you for asking. <laughs> Getting back into a fan favorite segment. ESPN. EV Sports Podcast now. Bam, bam, bam. We didn't think this segment would last this long, and I don't know if it's a fan favorite, but it's a show favorite. We enjoy doing it. And <laughs> we were always, it's a fan favorite. We, we were all just very excited to see Evie enjoying sports. Um, ESPN invented off of the back of the FIFA World Cup, which has now come to a close, uh, which means Evie is now looking for new sports. So I had some suggestions over the weekend, big weekend in sports, like genuinely like a huge weekend in sports. Um, we're going to start it off. Rugby Union. I'm going to keep it very brief. Give you some sort of ideas of how Union looked over the weekend. Manu Samoa nearly smoked Ireland. Very close. Ooh. In our hearts, they won that match because Samoa, more Samoa, 6 5 you know. Um, but they didn't quite beat it out in the second half, and Ireland won, um, which is just kind of not a surprise. Ireland's a great team. Um, England got throttled by Fiji over the I weekend. Like that. Huge. We love to see I like to hear about nation. England losing. We all do. So does every, every colony. You know, we Except love to mom. see them. And then uh, also the Springboks absolutely smoked the All Blacks. And the I think it's the worst the All Blacks have ever been beaten by the Springboks in history. That doesn't make me want to get in. Because yeah. I, I like it when the All Blacks win, personally. So you're rating how much you'll enjoy Rugby Union by how good the All Blacks would be? Well, yeah, I'll watch... Yeah. I'll wait, like, I watch the Rugby World Cup when it's on because mm. there's a chance that we get to win. So I usually watch sort of the semifinals and I also quite like in Rugby Union that there are a lot of big dudes in tight shorts. That's a big selling point for me. Yes. But I have to be honest with you right now, what is league and what is union? Uh, uh, how, how do I explain? Like, if, if 
Union is Canada. League is America. Okay. Yeah. Do you get what I'm no, saying? You get, you get what I'm, get you get what I'm shipping? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. New yeah. Zealand is rugby union and Australia is league. Right. So I... So you the, get what I'm saying. I like, you same. get what okay. I'm saying. Yeah, right. I'll consider, so, I'll consider it. Yeah, okay. yeah. But actually, speaking of rugby union, the Warriors, phenomenal teams are back behind. They're doing really well this season, which I'm sure comes as um, a great relief to longtime Warriors fans who, like myself as a Blues fan, have had some trials and tribulations as fans. The Warriors have done absolutely well. Now they're called, not officially, but by the fans sometimes, they're called the Waz. Which up is, the Waz. Up the Waz, which is like a whole new phenomenon. Oh, um, I would like quite like to run around saying what's up, up the, the Waz. Waz. Like, up I could get is, into up the Waz. Yeah, up that's the Waz fun. is definitely... I like that. Um, the spy war men... I don't know, man. There's like a whole phenomenon behind being a Warriors fan okay. and being a Waz fan in particular. Um, so so people are into it. People are really into it. The one thing I know about the Warriors is when I was a kid, people went on about Stacy Jones. Stacy Jones. Oh, who yeah. that? Oh, like a legend. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of law would have to get you involved in when it comes to union, but maybe like, on Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think uh, in in league. I mean, but um, you got some options there. Okay. Union. League. Now we're going to make a little bit of a shift. We're moving into fighting sports, cool. right? UFC. I personally enjoy a bit of violence in my life. You know, violence one of the oldest ways in which our ancestors used to communicate. UFC. Rough as guts. Junior Tuffer in particular, a phenomenal fighter uh, who comes from an incredible fighting family. Um, based in Australia, originally I believe from Avondale here in Aotearoa's Okilangi 09. Uh, he had a big win over the weekend at the UFC. One performance of the night, which means he got a cash bonus. Uh, how are you feeling about fighting sports? Fighting sports? Okay, interested. Because, again... Yeah, I want to watch two people beat the crap out of each other. Of course, I'm, mm. I'm just I'm just a guy at the end of the day. But there's a lot just of blood. Insane. There's a lot of messed up faces. It's a bit scary. And then also, I don't know if like I've only watched UFC a couple of times, but the advertising is so funny and so directly it's aimed at men. men. <laughs> the floor says like cryptocurrency, manscape, Jake Paul's weird beverage that he made, and I'm like, I don't feel super invited to this. Yeah, it's. Uh, I don't feel super lit in the it's door. Very very like, here's a cryptocurrency, here's a grooming product, here's an energy drink, here's a like dirt bike brand and like an underwear and, brand and yeah, it's, and it's very... And Joe Rogan's there yelling at me. I don't need that. It's probably the only time I think you can thoroughly enjoy Joe Rogan like is is at the UFC. Okay. Like that's where I think like if you don't like UFC as uh, Joe Rogan as a podcaster... You'll at least like him at the UFC. He's a phenomenal interview there. But UFC, if, you, if, if you're a little turned away by the, like, guts, glory, and just all the blood, um, I would suggest another fighting sport. Boxing is mm-hmm. a little more tame. Um, when fighters go down, you can't mount them and continue laying hits, right? So, like, in boxing, if you go down, the you, you have to wait for your opponent to get back up before you can start fighting again. And even then, the ref has to check that that person's okay to keep fighting. So it's a lot more of a... It's considered the gentleman of fighting sports. I am almost interested in boxing because I started watching the um, Tyson Fury show, um, mm. mainly because Tommy Fury of Love Island fame with Molly May also of Love Island fame were on it. But like I found it quite interesting. and he had a But he had a big fight and there was like blood everywhere. And it was... He's scary. 
I don't know. I could get into boxing maybe for Tommy Fury because he's hot and he beat up Jake Paul, which was quite crack up to me. Mm. So that's that's definitely an option. That's an option. Definitely I'm going to throw one last wild card at you because it's uh, being talked about in the hemisphere. Uh, Liam Lawson, uh, the young kid from F1 for his New Zealand racer in like... I, I want to say like 30 years wow. almost or something like that. He's the first person coming to New Zealand um, and he's doing really well. People are really excited about him racing. So F1 driving the cars, Formula One. Yeah. What is the formula? One. One. There's one formula. Um, I'm into it, but it kind of just seems like like, do they all have the same car or do they have different cars? The, 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 the cars are like, I don't know. The, in Formula One, the cars are almost identical but at the same time it's up to each team to individualize the vehicle in terms of like weight distribution the computer technology that's inside of it certain aspects but like uh the car is like half of it the driver is the other half right like it's it's very balanced man and his horse right yeah yeah um that's if one Probably not. Probably not. Probably not. I'm just driving around. Like, I can drive around and have dangerous car experiences on the Northwestern motorway. Mm, like, mm. I, I don't think that one's for me. I'm yeah, more I'm, leaning towards the boxing. Yeah. You ever sat and watched Bathurst for a day with a bunch of bogans? It's like an all-day event. And to me, it just looks like cars going around. in the yeah. I enjoy Bathurst. I'm excited about it. And I love bogans. But, like, those two things at the same time is a bit overwhelming for me. It's like... It's like the chemist warehouse. It's sensory overload. I feel you. you. Know? Yeah. But, uh, okay, we're going to keep trying to find some sports for Evie. Uh, make sure, if you have any suggestions on new sports, I know this is like, we could probably get into some of the weirder ones, like slap boxing, um, or the one where, the, have you seen the Russian one, where they get in the telephone booth and they fist fight inside of a telephone booth? No, but that's... I've got some great ideas. That's awesome. Coming up next time on Evie Sports Podcast. Now, we'll never get a theme song made. Getting into new music. It's Tuesday. New music post went up yesterday. Our featured artist this week, Putty AF, formerly known as Disciple Putty. Uh, however, she has informed us that she no longer is a church girl. Yeah, so, she's not a church girl. So these she's days. not a disciple anymore. But she is Putty AF, and she's here with another song. Last night, featuring Auto Angel. It's brand new. Came out yesterday, and it is now on the Tahi stream. Over to local. Big Al, also one of our big features. Uh, he was in the studio last week on Thursday's show for a single game winner. Foley, who came in earlier on today's show, the latest single, What Got Into You, off of their latest debut project. A Drax Project, Charlie, Park Road, LA Woman, all added to the Tahi list on Spotify. But moving over to Global. Uh, boys are back in town. All of them back the in town. boys are back <laughs> in town. <laughs> um, global this week, we've got new Miley Cyrus, used to be young. Um, Ash, Nico, and Ethel Kane. Liam was happy about that. I am also very excited about that. That's yeah. that's big. That's big for the. That's big for us. Uh, also, new Hoodsy, new Burner Boy, and also XG, uh, new dance. If you don't know XG, they're awesome. They are a girl group out of Japan who uh, their songs are produced in Korea and they sing in English. They're awesome. Crazy. They're awesome. Even if you're not like a like a girl group person, boy group person, they're awesome. Their production's crazy. It's really cool. Can't forget about Gail also added for Leave Me For Dead. Sounds like a fun, exciting song. Her name's in Cat, so I always feel like I need to yell. It's not Gail, it's Gail! It's Gail! Gail's here! Yeah. All of that has been added to the Tahi list on Spotify as well as on our website, tahi.fm. If head over to the website, you can hear our tune. It's all the time, every time, whenever time. It's all the time, baby, 24-7. Or you can add us on the uh, Spotify. Ye old. Ye old Spotify. Spotify. We'll see you over there. <laughs> <laughs> over to the hut now.
uh, best place in New Zealand for uh, some news about the train lines. So uh, Melling train line in Wellington is going to close for 18 months Jesus. from July next year to do an infrastructure upgrade of $700 million so the Riverlink scheme can be built, which is an even longer train line uh, with a new bridge over the river, I Get Wellington moving! Yeah, get it. Woo! Um, Melling Station uh, and its track are like, the area that it's in is proposed where they're going to put the new bridge, so they mm. have to redo the line. Um, and the council endorsed this plan based on uh, that there would be provided like backup options. Mm. And they've suggested like a, a bus replacement, free fares. But for anyone who actually lives in Western Heart or near Melling, uh, you will know that maybe a bus replacement doesn't always go great for us. Uh, you have to literally walk across the motorway. You have to on oh, foot really? cross a six-lane uh, motorway. Is there a set of lights? Or you just There's a set of lights, but they're not going very often. Okay, so you're you're standing frogger. there for 10-ish minutes. If it's raining, you're stuck in Western Hut because mm. you're not going to stand there for that long. Well, you might. I'm not, personally. Calling in sick. Um, but Melling Station itself, the little station, is iconic. It sells train tickets, crepes, and mortgages. Oh. Don't ask questions. Swiss no one has the answers. Of shops. But the actual building that everyone in the heart knows and loves is Heritage, so that will be saying, and there'll be a new station slightly further south. But not a lot of great options for getting into town if you live in Western Hut now. So I, I sort of got into it for you to give you some advice on how you're going to get around uh, through those 18 months. Uh, one option, driving to Batoni Station and getting on the train. Are there car parks there? Absolutely not. All right, let's try Waterloo Station. <laughs> are there car parks there either? Absolutely not. You are dreaming right. if you want to park at Waterloo Station after about 7 a.m. You're done. So those two options didn't seem great for me, so I looked into a third one, which was I just Google mapped it and um, thought I'd see what it said. And uh, you could walk two and a bit hours to Eastbourne and then get the ferry hours. over to Queen's Wharf. And a so, ferry. If you want to get your steps up, that's going to be a really good option. But uh, I'm not super convinced on any of this. <laughs> as someone from the hut, uh, what do you reckon as someone who's never been to the hut? <laughs> what are your thoughts? I haven't been to the hut. You've never been. <laughs> I don't know where any of these places are. Um, uh, when I started this job here with the Tahi, and I was like, man, I'm just going to take public transport to town because that's really far away from where I live on the south side. Um, uh, the, I, just, uh, you know, I just want the trains to run on time. You know, as once was famously said, because um, the Southern Line, right? So when I like the Southern Line was, thank you. I'm glad you got that. The Southern Line was shut down, so I had to take the Eastern Line. Now the Eastern Line is shut down, and everyone on the Eastern is on the Southern. So there are no, like, from my understanding, there are no trains to Sylvia Park if you wanted to go there. Really? None. Sylvia Park. You want to go Sylvia Park by train? It's a long mall. People need to be able to get. And you there. can't take the train there, right? So like, there's just like all these people that can't. It just sucks. Like, it's really weird, and I don't get it. And, you know, like, I'm just like, I'm just going to get a reusable coffee cup and drive to work. Yeah. Balance out the emissions, you know what I mean? Like Other issue, though, with the belling line. Oh, you got, Oh, you want to drive to work? Oh, oh, get ready for that. There's only two lanes on that motorway. Have how, fun. How long? What's traffic like in Wellington? Really different up here. Yeah. If you if it's not peak hour, you can get from the city out to Lower Hutt in like literally fifteen minutes. But people in Wellington act like that's so far away. No, it I, isn't. When I was studying in Tauranga for radio school, everyone would complain about the traffic, and really all that was was a lane merging into another, mm. and you know how people slow down to merge. That was what they considered traffic. It added five minutes to my trip. Traffic- somebody from Auckland, I was like. You mean it's not taking me an hour to get home from work? 
I, I can live with that. The traffic at peak, though, is awful now. Oh, okay. It's really, really gotten worse over the years. Like, if, you, if you're coming home at peak time from Wellington to Lower Hutt, looking at a good, like, 40 min to an hour. Mm. Crazy stuff. Anyway. Get Wellington moving. I'm joined now by Ella Minahan. We just had a discussion about how to say her last name correctly because I did say it incorrectly earlier and I do apologize. <laughs> okay. But it sounds like it happens to you. Everyone like, does it. It's fine. It was my fault for, for going with that. <laughs> We're going to change it to something else. <laughs> it was my fault for having that name. Um, brand new song, Drowning. Yeah. Bit of a DMV vibe. Let's go. Party on. Hands up in the air. How did that come about? Um, I have had like a bit of interest in like drum and the drum and bass world for a while because I am a vocalist and I love DMB music and I was like most drawn to DMB tracks that have like vocals on them or like you know typically like female vocalists also all my friends listen to drum and bass music and I was like I felt kind of bad that they'd been like listening to my pop R&B stuff for so long because like I know they're doing it to support me but it's not really their thing so I was like okay I'll 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 give you guys I'll do you a solid and I'll make some drum and bass music and Cam uh, who is Mylan who I started working with initially we had a mutual friend who like put the two of us in an Instagram chat and was like, Ella, this is Cam, Cam produces DMB music, Cam, this is Ella, Ella sings, like, make something. And then we did. Yeah, it's turned into this really, really amazing project, which I love very dearly. That's so cute, little Instagram moment. Yeah, it was so funny. It, it all happened in the DMs, and it, he just, like, put us in the chat, and then he dipped, and then he was like, you know, like, do your thing. It's like a musical blind date. Yeah, like, it, it honestly was, but it, it worked out great. So we started working together, I think, like, towards the start of last year, and we were, we'd worked on a different track first, and then kind of, like, that ended up getting, like, tabled. And then I started working on this one. And then Aaron, who is now Altitude, he heard this one and was like, oh, this is sick. I'm going to hop on this one. And then they ended up, you know, like recrafting the production. And and then it turned into Drowning. And it's been it's been great. That's so cool. i got to yeah. be honest. I don't know anything about DMB. I was going <laughs> to... I don't I was, know either. When I was thinking about this interview, I was like, oh, maybe I should pretend I know a bit about DMB. <laughs> but like, I, I genuinely no, don't. And don't. I'm from the heart. Like, I should. Like, I'm letting people down. Are you from, you from Wally? Yeah, you're from Wally's no, but mm. I did study there. Yeah, I've <laughs> so been like, there. Yeah, I've been there. No, I, I studied at um, First Vic and then Massey for like four years. Oh, true. So I love Welly. Thoughts on Welly? Would love it, fan? Absolutely love it. Miss it. Not the rental crisis, though. Mm. That's like, Christ, the housing there is just like unbelievable. The state of the houses, the cost of the houses. It was all, yeah, it was too much. But I do love the city and I love the vibe and I love the music scene there is incredible. It's and funny. I love... I love, I love Lucky Chicken. Have oh, you, yeah? Have you had Lucky Chicken? Yeah, I've had Lucky Chicken. Lucky Chicken is, like, one of my favourite places in the world. So where are you from originally? So I'm at Christchurch. Oh, DMB race. capital of the world. Yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> They yeah, yeah, love yeah. drum and bass down there. They do. Yeah, no, that's that's where it came from, clearly. No, I'm, um, yeah, born and raised in Christchurch, um, rural as well. I'm a bit of a farm girl. Oh, my God, country bumpkin. Yeah, I know, I'd look. <laughs> <laughs> where is the most inappropriate place to listen to DMB. Like funerals, can we have the DMB on? At the mall, can we have the DMB on? Are we in the No elevator? mall is like a mall is a good place 
Yeah, you're like, like just doing your getting some stuff at like glasses and you're yeah. just like mm-hmm. No, I could definitely see like twelve year olds pushing that shit. Like for in sure. Christchurch. Yeah, oh yeah. Like you wouldn't know you'd see like eight year olds in Christchurch, right? Like um no, I think I mean, it depends on the funeral I would say is pretty bad. But to be honest, it depends on like what the person was into. There you go. If they're if they're a DMB fan, then like you've got to give the people what they want. DMB song about like grief. DMB song about the Wellington housing crisis. I'm that's here for this. Huge. Yeah, that's huge. Maybe this will be the next the way we're going. You guys should do that. Yeah, yeah. I think that would some business advice from me. I think yeah. That would, I think that would Wellington go down. housing crisis will pop off. <laughs> we're really yeah. <laughs> I'm freezing cold. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're smiling, but we're not thriving. Um, I was talking on Instagram. And I saw that you went to Beyonce, oh. and I have to know like everything about it because oh like I've gosh. watched it on YouTube, but it's not oh, you the same yeah, as being there. Oh, Tell me about it. My God, it was the best. Every anyone who sees this is just gonna die because I never shut up about her. Like it's actually <laughs> a problem. I it was the best night of my life. So I was lucky enough to go to Europe this year. I, Euro was, summer. Euro summer. Yeah, but it's kind of annoying because we went in May. Because we wanted to like beat the rush of every person in the world going to Europe for yeah. summer. And so I kind of like did it first. And then when I got back, it was really like sad because everyone else was dipping in. And then I was like, okay, I've already like, I've had mine. Stop being a baby about it. But it's kind of like, oh, you know, watching every story. But um, yeah, so I was lucky enough to go to Europe and I... I was in, I was meant to be in Mykonos with my family at the time, and then Beyonce released concert dates, and I was like, shut up. Like, because I've never been to a Beyonce show. The only time she came to New Zealand was like 2013, and I was just a little, I was a little 13 year old baby. I was too small to come up here by myself, and you know, so I didn't go. But um, I have regretted not being able to go to a Beyonce show ever since, because she is the greatest living entertainer. Yeah. And, um, and so she released dates and I was like, and it was in London and we were meant to go from Mykonos to London like a day after the show. And I was like, this, this can't happen. Like, this is fate. I'm on, you know, the same continent at the same time as Beyonce. Breathing like the same air. Yeah, literally. I was like, I have to go. So I ended up booking a um, new flight home from Mykonos the day earlier cutting my trip short with my family <laughs> screw your family yeah it's like you. you'll be fine you can see them the week after anytime like. i can't see the queen you know it, it was like a no-brainer i dragged my gorgeous best friend who lives in the uk along and we just had the best night of our lives like it was incredible as was Blue Ivy there when you were no there? Oh. oh my god it was the one show that she didn't oh perform at like I she did obsessed with she Blue did Ivy. i know she did every single london show but my London show, I was like, I was gutted. And I don't know if Jay was there either. I was Who like, cares? <laughs> <laughs> so you've conquered D&B. What's the next <laughs> genre on the list? Um, I'm conquered is a strong word for, <laughs> for the one track. I don't know anything about D&B, so I'm saying that. <laughs> I did a house, like, dance track with Chores. Cool. You know Chores? Um, recently. I know of. I, yeah. <laughs> Do you know them personally? Um, the Tommy and Sam, which was really, really awesome. And I that was like a really fun project as well. So I've been doing like very different things. I've been like musically lending myself out to everyone in the past year and a half, which has been an interesting experience, but really cool. But um, I definitely want to get back to some of like my Alan Minahan stuff because I love, like I always grew up a pop baby 
with like R&B influences and I just I love that music and I love like sang in that music so yeah I think um, I've been doing a lot of like personal stuff as well which hopefully will come out um, later this year uh, my new track, Drowning, with Mylin and Altitude, is available now on all streaming platforms, anywhere you can stream music. So if you like a bit of drum and bass, a bit of, like, liquid drum and bass, it's not, it's not you know, as aggressive, it's, it's a little bit more chill, um, then have a listen. Yay! The that was great. <laughs> if there's one thing we love on the Tahi, some racism. What? Beating down on racists is what oh I mean specifically. But like we don't like, ra- but like I like making fun of racists. Is that like right? Like it's okay. we all right. It's morally acceptable to make fun of racists. It right? is, but that was just a strong opener. I wasn't expecting. It. <laughs> <laughs> just then. Um, but- we like racism. Don't clip that. But like, hear us out. Surprise, surprise. Racism in Aotearoa. Evie, update us. Happens occasionally, eh? So some homeowners in the Bay of Pliny um, have opposed the new street name chosen by Iwi, saying the 17-letter name is too long. Uh, the name is Papakanga Horohoro Road. Mm. Um, yep. They've uh, said it's too long, they don't like it, they've rejected it, and it's left the road with no name. So the name was uh, given to them, given to the road, uh, by uh, local iwi Nati Awa, and it's because the area itself used to be where warriors were trained in a like defense style, basically meaning to move swiftly in battle formation like a crab, mm. which is what the word means, which is cool. I think. I think that's like a really way cool. interesting piece of history to have attached to where you live. Like that seems like a really cool tidbit to know and be able to honor. It just seems so bizarre to be like. What does this mean? It also just seems a bit weird that someone like gives you like a, a nice name, Papa Kung Hoda Hoda Road. Like it's it's not it's a nice name, and then you're like nah. So the road's just got no name now. So I don't know how they're getting their mail. Yeah. But that's what's happening in Bay of Plenty this week. Did they um? I bet you they say Taoronga. Taoronga. Yeah, I love Taoronga. Taoronga. Um, I don't know. Here's a suggestion. Why don't you just give it a shot, you losers? <laughs> Bro, I think, and this is like I can't speak for I can't speak for Maori, but like as a someone, like I appreciate the attempt. We can we can tidy it up later. Yeah, but give it a shot, right? When people meet me, they go, "Do you have an English name?" And I'd be like, you know, no, I don't, buddy. Um, give it a shot. Give it a shot. I'd rather someone say so Malo than just be like you <laughs> person. So give it a shot, you dweebs. All right. Stop being such a coward. Give it a shot. You can say Timothy Chalamet. You can say the word beige. <laughs> you can't say Papa Kanga Horo Horo. Like, oh, bro. <laughs> Brittle spirits as far as I'm concerned, man. All right, I think that's all the time that we have left for today's show, but we still managed to squeam and squeam, squeam. Squeamy. Squeeze in some time for our old mate Matsua Harry Pali. How's it going, Alex? Very good, thank you, team. What do you have to tell us? You're itching to tell us something. Yeah, last night uh, at the Tamaki Makoto Town Hall, um, nice. I went to see T- Teddy Swims. Yes. Um, pretty incredible voice, incredible mm. artist. Great name. Um, there was a particularly good moment that I think Evie, as a new Warriors fan, will appreciate. Did he wear a Warriors jersey? Someone threw a Warriors flag up and he sort of like tucked it out of his pocket and kind of had it like spraying over his shorts. Right. And then just the crowd 
kind of in unison, but also very out of sync and just all over the place going, up the was, Up the was. And so, so I like what, what do you think there. is going to be the new thing? Do we give artists an All Blacks jersey still, or are we going to start buying the Warriors jerseys? Mm. Hoover's winning more, and the All Blacks suck at the moment, and the Warriors are good. So. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa there, buddy. Suck is a strong word. We they don't lost endorse one game. their opinion. We don't endorse it. Get out of here. You're from the South Island, man. You're supposed to, like, get an All Blacks tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> You're supposed to be way more into it. Yeah. Did you see Steve Kerr saying up the Oh, last? yeah, he did. Yeah, that yes. was good. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm out. All right, thanks, Harry. Um, uh, speaking of rugby, actually, the Rugby World Cup is on the way, so be prepared for me to be super obnoxious um, and just ignorant, man. I'm going to the parades every night. I'm going to be in Manurewa. I'm going to be in Mangere. I'm going to be in Otara, shirt off, flag around my waist, bro. I'm going to be in, uh, like, just an obnoxious someone. Car's going to be covered in flags. I'm going to. Sirens on I'm the top. getting. I'm bringing the. I'm bringing the van out of retirement. Yep. I'm mounting that thing. I'm going to get some sirens. I'm going to talk to one of the kids in my neighborhood about getting me some sirens legally. I'm going to ask him to buy these ones instead of steal them from the <laughs> school because I know he has. But I'm going to get him to mount some sirens on my car. I'm going to get some flags up. Bro, it's going to be obnoxious. And look, if you judge me over that period of time, I understand. I'm, excited, I'm, for the, the I'm excited for the World Cup because I'm excited to have a ride around your van with all the flags on it, oh, yeah, yelling stuff out. That seems like the type of thing I don't usually get to do, so I'm pumped. we got to take you to, like, gotta, have you ever been to a parade? Nah. Got to take you to Monday Night or something like that. Just to even, like, it's so much fun to just drive in it. I think it's really cool because, like, Samoans did it for a little bit back in the day, but, like, Donga really brought it back with Matima Donga and they did their big Otahuhu parades. And then seeing the Samoans do it when Tō Samo was doing well and, like, having Maniriwa and Otara and all that. It was just a... I like seeing Pacific Islands celebrate our people like that and the parades are... Like, don't let mainstream media... This is me going on my little rant. <laughs> don't let mainstream media tell you that they're dangerous or they're, like, littering and stuff like that. Yeah, some... I mean, you know, not everyone's a good person, right? Some people are going to litter. I think you get that with any population of fans. I don't think if you've seen All Blacks fans sometimes, it happens, right? Um, but the parades are really safe. They're a lot of fun. And it's just a cool celebration. You just drive through. Everyone's just playing music, cheering, and celebrating. It's a good time, like... We gotta take you to one. We gotta take you to a parade. That sounds mean. Take you in the family van, my big walker. Um, but uh, yeah, very excited. World Cup. On I'm ways. excited. I'm gonna rank all the sexiest players from around the world. Fuck. Because, right. uh, but there, there's really there's real hotties, man. There's real hotties. Liam Sabon is like, yeah. There's some, yeah. Rico Iwane. I mean, Sonny Bill was there. In the All Blacks. Uh. Yeah. Come I, yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. And his and remember, do you remember when his shirt ripped and he had to? Do I remember yeah. when Sonny Bill's shirt ripped? Yeah, I do. I yeah, I do remember that. That was awesome. <laughs> awesome. Anyway, we'll be back Thursday. You might even get to meet our new team member. Until Ooh. we see you, then we say tofa suifua and kakes. <laughs>